All right, so it's 18 minutes past the hour of nine. This is the Effective Living series. And for the next four weeks, we'll be focusing on resilience. So the theme for the Effective Living series is recovery and resilience. Looking at the 2020 year and what is done to us. This week, we're focusing on personal resilience, mindset, recovery, and resilience. And don't forget, the series is probably brought to you by Petra, Achieve More, and... Uh, Hallmark Freight and Logistics Ghana, your trusted and reliable partner. My guests are the host of the flagship Saturday morning relationship show, Family Life, Leticia Hinefa, who's, um, what are you, educationist, a TV show, a radio show host, soon to be TV show host. Um, what else are you, consultant? I, I like to think of myself as a transformational leader. So I help you move from one one point in your life to another. So Leticia is a transformational like leader. Coach, though. coach is somewhere. Yeah. And I also have Amos Kevin Annan, who's... Um, how do I call Amos? I'm just Amos Kevin Annan. <laughs> one of the most sought-after um, communication experts within this period of, of our time. Indeed, in the relationship side, I think you are the most sought after speaker now i think you've comfortably taken over from mm-hmm. opinion kojochere <laughs> <laughs> i think your itinerary now is almost a, a talk every two days every mm. day is more yeah like i think you are like yeah it must be good to have you oh it's an honor to be here bernard great to, and be, to be sitting in company with, with leticia brilliant stuff so we wanted to start the series with a conversation on reflections on the year 2020 and what it, what we've all we've learned and my premise is a lot of times we live through things and we don't take our time to condense the lessons. Everybody's like, yeah, COVID has been this, 2020 has been difficult. But can we pull out some key things 2020 has been about, which is where we want to start from. So, Leticia, let me, st- let me start just your general thoughts. What kind of year it was, <laughs> 2020? I think, good morning to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was a a year that exposed our vulnerability to, first and foremost, familiarity. Mm. We know that morning comes and night comes, but we're not very adept to change. Mm-hmm. A lot of us are too afraid of change, and it's one of the things that was very, it was magnified for mm-hmm. all of us. Mm-hmm. So how do we now begin to accept change mm-hmm. and begin to move through change was one of the major things. I was in a bank mm-hmm. recently and everybody was wearing a mask. <laughs> and I, I sat there and wondered, this is a new thing. Once upon a time, you'd be gunned down before you get out of your car. Mm-hmm. Today, you're required to be in that mask before you get out of your car. Mm. And I was wondering, what are the security implications, for example, mm-hmm. for all of us? Because once upon a time, it's suppo- it was a security breach. <laughs> so what's going on with all of us now? Mm. So this vulnerability for me was highly exposed. Mm-hmm. And then in terms of how we live, of course, now we understand COVID really brought to bear the universal law of oneness. Mm. Once upon a time, Hmm. this is one old person living in a distant country, Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, you bring COVID in, somebody sits in a car with you, or Mm -hmm. in close proximity with you, there's some old woman sitting somewhere minding her business in her house, you go and visit, and all of a sudden, Mm. you've transferred the sickness to him or her. Mm -hmm. How is that possible? So, we now know that we're one when this together 
no one is immune, if you will. Mm. And um, we need to now begin to be a lot more conscious mm-hmm. in our approach to doing things. And um, even thinking is important. So you've, the, said, you've said a few things. You've said that um, this year has been a year where we've had to face a reality of change. Mm-hmm. And then also the universal law of oneness. Yeah. And then you're also talking about being more deliberate and conscious. So almost in, in the past, you're just living your life. But now everything has to be, think about what you're doing. Yeah. Think about what you're doing. Because it has implications. And it's always had implications. It's mm-hmm. just been magnified with COVID. That's it. Mm-hmm. And then in terms of um, especially how we work, mm-hmm. It's become everybody now, now with one phone, with a good phone, you can work from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Anywhere. With a good phone. So, a good phone. <laughs> yeah, with a good phone and, of course, brains mm-hmm. and the commitment. Even mm-hmm. brains, everything is online. So once yeah. you're committed to learning, once mm-hmm. you're committed to looking for the information, mm-hmm. you, have, you can work from anywhere. Now, that brings up a lot of possibilities for us which mm-hmm. is another thing COVID did mm-hmm. it opened up a whole avenue of possibilities things mm-hmm. that we didn't think could be done before now can be done mm-hmm. so how do we now even begin to think about the flexi time for offices we used to complain about traffic all the time today traffic wasn't so bad coming here to city but mm-hmm. I used to, it's a place that on weekdays i dread coming to because yeah. the traffic is horrendous so i typically would leave my home before six you get here so early in, yeah getting so early just because to avoid traffic mm-hmm. now that has changed and i think that we need to begin to think about it what we try to do Mm. is to mirror what is Mm -hmm. so we replicate the same things that was Mm -hmm. in the fiscal space in the virtual space but i think it's also an opportunity moving forward to ask ourselves what else can we do Mm -hmm. let's assume this okay yes this is what is but what if we changed it completely in the virtual space Mm. how does that affect traffic how would it affect productivity how would it affect what is going on in our lives so Mm -hmm. it's a good time to redesign our businesses our work um our homes even our schools this morning you were talking about schools Mm -hmm. are we doing a shift system what kind can we do a hybrid system especially for those children who haven't missed anything because mm-hmm. their schools were able to transition immediately to online school. Okay. So really for them, they've missed nothing. Mm-hmm. So how can we even change that dynamic to okay. reduce the number of people on the streets? So this is a good time to get out of the norm to look mm-hmm. at what can we do. You know, in Paris, for example, the mayor is looking at a 30-minute city where within 30 minutes radios, you can get anything you need and want. So how can we replicate same? How can mm. we do that within our environment? Okay. Can we do something? If I live in Adenta, mm-hmm. must I come to Accra to shop? Mm. They've tried to do different things to reduce that, mm-hmm. um, that, that need. Nevertheless, people are still doing it. So what mm. is that? Mm-hmm. I think it's, it just offers us an opportunity to rethink and do things differently. Okay. Let, let me come to Amos. Thank you. Yeah. So you've given us some reflections on life generally. And then on work, we'll talk about relationships and love shortly. But I'm sure maybe that's where Amos, you want to start off from? Well, for me, thank you once again. And I say a fish to you personally, Bernard, mm-hmm. and all the team here. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, the period provided me an opportunity to practice silence. Okay. To practice to learn to be slow. Yes. I found the benefit of being slow. Mm. 
in a fast-paced world. Hmm. And so that I don't ignore things hmm. that are innocuous, very little, small uh, things that oftentimes I would have winged over them. Mm-hmm. It also gave me opportunity to be more thorough in my processing of information mm. because there was infodemic. I mean, it, not just the <laughs> pandemic, <laughs> information was actually creating <laughs> crisis for individuals' Ooh, cognitive health. Lord. So mental health was under siege, mm. giving all the conspiracy theories oh, and oh, what Lord. have you, that Lord. was awashed mm. on social media mm. because my time now on phone and online was rising in ways that I had never imagined <laughs> was going to be. So mm. I needed. And mm. that was a time that critically, my wife and I signed up for a course online mm. and we practice these things, mm. relational health. Now, there have been losses, yes, yeah. but there have been lots of lessons. Mm. You know, oftentimes people just highlight the losses, but we need to also count our blessings. Mm-hmm. I've seen companies who are providing sanitizers who historically have never produced sanitizers. I've mm-hmm. seen those doing masks mm-hmm. who never, they were doing foam and what have you. I don't want to mention uh, this because it has commercial value, mm-hmm. but they produce foams and now I see them having all these products that helps us to comply with the protocols. Mm-hmm. Um, with relationship, yes, the initial stages of COVID globally, there were a lot of tensions at home because these were people who literally had escaped or avoided each other mm-hmm. conveniently within a workspace or mm. learning environment mm. and now are having to spend more time than usual. Mm. And it created a lot of things because I, I say it this way, they are in your face, mm. they are on your case, <laughs> and they are within your space. Mm. Can I repeat that? <laughs> They are in your face, on your case, on your case, and within your space. Mm. This became overwhelming for a lot of families. No wonder UK, for instance, was registering 120 percent increase in domestic violence, and we are told that even in many other countries around the world, they had exceeded 100 percent, but they didn't hit quite 120. Mm. So there's a need for people now to begin to ask themselves the very things that we ignored. Mm have now all of a sudden become essential. For instance, I never ever fathomed that I'll buy more toilet paper within a short period of time, like 10 months, Mm. than I had bought in two years. Mm. But that happened. Mm -hmm. I go to a shop and they say, you can buy more than two items. And they were labeled the other day. And and it hit me, but that was a reality. And one thing that Tish mentioned, which is a mask, face mask. When I travel all the time, I see these Asians in it. And it didn't, it it never connected. Why are they wearing these masks? Why are they? You know, but of course I knew that there was SARS at that time and all that. But Mm. I never fathomed that it would ever happen that when I'm having to travel within Ghana, say going to Kumasi, amongst the many things I have to pick was to pick sufficient masks. Mm -hmm. And now I'm carrying two masks all the time in my pocket because <laughs> my experience is that one time I was in a meeting and one got torn. So you have to replace. And they didn't have. So, have, <laughs> so, so now I always have spare. Mm. I used to carry two handkerchiefs. Now I have to carry two masks. Wow. <laughs> you know, so that's, these are things that have occurred. And for the children, hmm, the discomfort. Yeah came with a lot of discoveries as well because parents all of a sudden began to notice their children. 
they were raising issues. If we're the warm type, your children warm themselves into your space. Mm -hmm. But if you're the cold type, your children then isolated. Mm -hmm. So instead of they practicing social distance outside, they are practicing relational isolation at home. Mm. Mm. And for me, that's scary. Relational isolation is a nightmare because you're in the same home, but you're not connecting. There's no chemistry. There's no relationship. It's just a former... Um, functional relay of yeah, are you reading? <laughs> have you eating? But those things are not deep, mm. and you lose your sense of humanity mm. in that kind of space. So these are some of my readings wow. from 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 the COVID experience. Amazing. Let me just recap what I've heard so far. Practicing silence—that's just awesome. The benefit of being um, slow, slow in a fast-paced world. And uh, it was not just a pandemic, it was also an infodemic. Yeah. And it was an assault on mental health. And uh, a lot of time was spent on social media and all these things, and it affected health. And then, of course, we shouldn't just count our losses, but also our lessons and our blessings. And then it also exposed new tensions at home, where people, your parents are in your face, in your kids, on your kids, and, and in your... <laughs> And in your space, I think that's the, the quip for the morning. And then this is a key one. You said people were talking about social distancing, but it also led to relational isolation. I think I want I want us to talk about that a bit. So they talk of social distancing, which makes sense. So I re- I read a headline that says the best way to show you care is to stay away, mm-hmm. because initially they were saying um, if you come close, you may give the person the virus. Mm-hmm. So show how you care by staying away. Now, that works physically, but what do you think of this whole idea of also people distance? So, people are closer physically, but it's actually more distant. Mm-hmm. So, for example, there are people who talk on the phone every day when they go to work with their spouse. All right. So, they learn to talk on the phone regularly and it becomes part of their routine. But now you're in the same space and you just can't deal with the persons in your face, in your case. So, it's almost like an oxymoron. Now that we are supposed to be closer it's showing that we are so actually so much apart because our interests are so different. I don't know what your reflections are on the relations part of 2020 and what the COVID did. All right. So I think for me, I keep saying, and this is not the first time I think I've even said this on your platform, Mm -hmm. is that we avoid difficult conversations. And the normal structuring in terms of our routines and habits and behaviors supported that narrative. So, for example, you go home and you're having conversations behind the television. So you're speaking through the television, not with one another. Then it moved to the phones. So Mm. we're connecting via phones and not with each other. Or we're sitting in the same space, but we're not connecting. Mm -hmm. So connection has become a thing that people are now valuing and yearning for. Mm -hmm. So it started even before COVID. Mm -hmm. So the business took over. Now, you have the benefit of being away from your spouse for about 10 to 12 hours in a day. Mm -hmm. So that shielded you. That in itself was a mask. Mm -hmm. Now all those masks have been removed. Mm. What do you do with that space? And a lot of people didn't know what to do with it because I can't talk to you for 10 to 12 hours. For some of us who already work with our spouses and have that relationship, it may have been easier. But even then, it's in a different format. So what do you do with it? So it was a good time for us to take a moment to say, really, what is important to me? Who am I? Mm -hmm. 
what what have I become? What do I want to become? How do I want to show up in this space more? How do I want to relate with my children more? But a lot of us didn't. It, it was a time, it was traumatic, yes. So everybody was going through their own trauma and dealing with it. So we didn't pause mm. to say, how do I do this? Mm. So if you moved into what is, then you're already in a transactive mood. So mm. you're not thinking to say, I must connect. So how am I connecting? So then that creates the isolation. Mm -hmm. And for that reason, people run away from each other. So we we dance around critical crisis. Mm. And we've been doing this both at home, in the office, everywhere we are. Mm. And then COVID just simply heightened all of that. But that that was a major problem. I know some people didn't survive. A lot of divorces happened. Um, A lot of children. So in a sense, the, the work... You said that's another interesting analogy. Or you, I like the, your play on words. The, the <laughs> fact that we had to spend time together unmasked. Sorry. So, so having to be at work, it was some sort of mask mm. because you only spend three hours. You eat at home and then you just go and sleep. That's it. But now that you are spending all the time home, that mask has been removed. Yeah. So now you have to face and deal with the person and you realize that actually you are not compatible. Or not that you're not compatible necessarily, but and it must be well, you're, you're not but you're not used to and you don't even know where to start. Yeah. Mm. So for most people that was what it is. It wasn't even an issue of compatibility. Mm, I get it. I mean what <laughs> I saw really is is that the discomfort that it created mm. okay. heightened the distance between the people. Yeah. Even though they're physically close. They're physically yeah. close. And and usually the deepest form of conversations are psycho-emotional, not just the verbal ones. Mm-hmm. You see, your thoughts and your feelings must connect to the things you're saying. Mm-hmm. So if I'm just saying the what... Emitting energy. Yes. If I'm, if I'm saying things just verbally mm. and cognitively and emotionally, I'm, I'm distant from it. It's just churning out of data. Mm. And I won't connect it to you. So many people, the discomfort that came their way they couldn't manage it. And if you don't manage discomfort, the disturbance that it generates in you yourself as a person, then ends up creating disturbance between you and others. Like Dr. Hobson oftentimes would say, intrapersonal conflict and interpersonal conflict. Mm. So the conflict within yourself and the conflict with, between you and others begins to become more intense. And this is where you see the issues of I'm tired of you, I'm avoiding you. So then you find an escape. The escape is social media. You're stuck with your phone. Already things have moved from physical work and moving into the office. Now you're working online. How would your spouse, for instance, know what you're doing is not work? Yeah. Yeah. So people then use their disingenuous posture <laughs> <laughs> to actually do damage to themselves mm. and to the union or relationships, mm. even with their children. You know, a lot of things were done online. Schooling is online. Um, and it's for Meeting good and for bad. <laughs> for good and for bad. I mean... Somebody can also be chatting with somebody. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Scavenging. A lot of scavenging a lot. was going on. Really? <laughs> that happened quite a bit. <laughs> Let's talk about the work aspect and the mm. online working. What does it mean? So I have friends who have been working from home for the past nine months. Is the home the place to work? And what, what does that mean for the way we think about home? Because I'm, I'm saying this because, I mean... I usually go home as a place where I don't want to work. 
So I go home to escape from all the craziness of people calling you politicians and all this. So when I'm home, it's a safe space. Wife, kids, nobody. Now, there are people who now have to spend nine hours in that space working. You know, like my holy sacred place where I don't want to touch any work is now working 24 hours a day in this place. I don't know what that means for you guys. I think it means rethinking the way we even build our homes, the way mm. the architecture of the homes, because I, I'm okay. So create boundaries. Mm-hmm. So what you're talking about is boundaries, yeah. right? So you have the sacred space, yeah. create another sacred space. So, you know, I have to work from home. I have children to take care of. Uh-huh. So this is the time to create spaces. That's I go back to scheduling. Mm. If you don't know how to do it, begin by scheduling it. So okay. you have time with this child, a child, B husband and then your work Mm -hmm. if you begin to put it back into a schedule knowing that okay my life has changed what does this all mean Mm. for the multiple roles that i play Mm. now how do i get this safe space this sacred space that i need so much to just be me Mm. to take care of myself because we do need those times and then create that space for yourself within your home Mm. and you can create those spaces either in your bedroom so you say that in my room maybe around this time is my me time Mm. everybody knows that but you make sure that every other person who needs that space gets it in your house some may need it some may not need it so you need to be sensitive to each temperament each personality in your house ensuring that they're getting what it is that they need Mm. to stay sane because mental health became and has become a major challenge for all of us but uh, this boundaries and selling i I like it but um it depends on the kind of house you have right and uh, because some kids don't understand boundaries i mean uh, last week we won a, a board meeting zoom some board zoom and the moderator bless her she had to keep telling her daughter, Mommy's in a meeting, so please move. Then she'll come back again, ask some other question. And then, and luckily, everybody there was a parent. So mm. we sort of understood. Mm. So we'd sometimes we pause for like two minutes while she was talking to this child and trying to negotiate <laughs> some, some space. The child would just burst into the room again and basically come and interfere and all that. So I'm sure this is more difficult for people with younger families. It will be difficult, mm-hmm. but it's also possible. That and we, this is a good time to be kind to each other, okay. Like, so you are all kind to this woman, oh, bless yes. her soul. Yes. We've had, um, I think there was a CNN or BBC, BBC interview <laughs> with another doctor who had her daughter come in and change everything. Yes. It's a <laughs> it was live TV, yeah, it live was. TV, yeah, so, that. it's time to be kind to ourselves. I mean, really, what's the big deal when you're silly? Laugh at yourself a little bit, <laughs> and then the other thing, too, is if you don't have help. Mm-hmm. then that's really difficult. Yeah. If you have help and you're telling the children, listen. Mm. So if you have help and then you're asking them to please give you 20 minutes, 30 minutes here and there, mm-hmm. they typically would listen. And then you make sure that whatever it is they need from you, they already have it. Mm. Otherwise, of course, they're going to come to you to ask those questions. And for me, it's not a bad thing. Mm. I think we should. It's also a good time to realize that we have children. This is our life. And we allow things to work and flow. Mm. So we must be in flow. Well, I think one of the things I would also highlight has to do with discipline. Mm. We ourselves learning to be disciplined. Mm. Mm -hmm. Because, you see, you will be overwhelmed with Zooms, Mm. online meetings and engagement. As a person, you need to declutter your mind at a point. Get rid of some of the things that have gotten heavy on your mind by de-stressing. 
And one of the ways you de-stress is being humorous mm. and being human with the people around you. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it is that time that people get infuriated, get mm-hmm. upset, and they throw up all the die traps that go against the other people. So mm-hmm. there's a need for us all to realize that, well, I have the boundaries, yes, mm-hmm. but how am I doing for me, mm-hmm. as Amos, who is a man. You know, during the COVID, it's a time to review your state of being mm. as a man. So I had to actually do a soul search mm. to rediscover Amos as a male species. Then I had to also review myself and my wife mm-hmm. as a spouse. Yeah. Then myself and my daughters as a parent. Before as a worker, Mm. all the things I'm responsible for, then friends and neighbors, and then family. You know, so people needed to do these things. Unfortunately, we were overwhelmed by the speed at which announcements were coming. Do this, don't do this, do that. Stocks were running out, and Mm -hmm. there's panic buying here, this and that. So people now have a a good opportunity. Mm Mm-hmm. Now it appears that we are not being hard hit as elsewhere. It is time now to review yourself Mm. as a person Mm. and be able to connect all the various spokes of your life to the central reason for your existence. Like the bicycle wheel. Mm -hmm. You know, it has the hub Mm -hmm. and the spokes. You need to keep them connected to the hub. And everybody must find their hub. Otherwise, you will easily throw your hand in despair. Mm. Meanwhile, there are a lot of opportunities that can be seized within the same period mm. when others are losing. I mean, the friends who got new jobs mm-hmm. when others were losing their jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it's a mixed bag. Mm. You can't just talk about the losses or the things that didn't go well for you, mm-hmm. you must also begin to look at what are the things that went well for me okay. so that your appreciation can also be uh, registered. This is the Effective Living Series. That's our first edition for the year 2021. My guests are Leticia Ohini and Michael... Uh, I said Michael. It must have been Anna. <laughs> you know where that... You want to, you want to give me Michael? That eh? was a Freudian slip. We'll take a short break. We'll come back and look at 2021 and what these reflections mean. What are the top three for family or for work or for personal life that you need to think of or how do you prepare yourself to be more resilient and to recover from what 2020 has done to us send us your thoughts 0549986996 don't forget effective living series brought to you by petra uh, trust petra achieve more and uh, hallmark freight and logistics your trusted and reliable partner Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. Today, many business owners are navigating unknown territories. We are asking new questions. Like how can we keep ourselves, employees and our customers safe and keep our businesses going? And how can we make sure we get them paid with minimal physical contact? But no matter how tough the times, remember... Help says we can. That's why we can help you pay salaries and even your vendors here in Ghana or pay Forex abroad with our online banking enterprise. And together, 
we can keep ourselves, our businesses and the economy going. Visit firstnationalbank.com.gh and use our online banking enterprise for all payments. First National Bank, how can we help you? One expert, huge wins from high odds and all the way with the fastest payout. Take more of our winning advantages from your deserving bets on all sports. Visit our website, onexbet.com.g. Use promo code 1XRADIO and get up to 200% bonus on your first deposit. One bet, bet for every taste. Gambling can be addictive, bet responsibly, not for person under 18 years. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the Gaming Commission. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Effective Living Series brought to you by Hallmark Freight and Logistics and Petra Trust. Talking reflections really on 2020 and looking ahead to 2021. Uh, we decided to call this series Recovery and Resilience because we assume people had been battered by 2020. Most people had. And we also believe that it teaches us to be resilient. And uh, we need to adapt. I was reading today some something in a book. It says... Of course, you've heard this before, that in life, the species that refuse to adapt will mm. eventually become extinct. Yeah. Okay. I don't agree with everything that person <laughs> said, but on this point, I agree <laughs> with the person. So, Leticia, if you were to advise me on what to, how should I think about 2021, what, what would you say? What kind of yes? How should I be thinking about life going forward based on all that you've said to me? I think um, one of the things we need to do mm. is to ask, ask ourselves a few questions first and foremost. For example, it must started by asking, what's the best thing that happened to you in 2020? Mm-hmm. Of course, there are good things that happened to all of us. What mm. is your greatest lesson? Mm. It's an important one to ask and answer. What your, was your most difficult obstacle in mm-hmm. 2020? And this is just by yourself. So this is not something that somebody is looking at. So you need to be honest with yourself and answer it honestly so you can mm-hmm. find solutions to it. What are you also most proud of? I think we beat ourselves a lot, but there's always something that we do very well at. So what are you most proud of? What mm. did you do that you're proud of? Mm. If you could turn back the time, mm-hmm. what would you do differently? Okay. Those are important questions to ask yourself. And then ask yourself, what lessons are you now bringing into 2021? Mm. There's still a lot of um, new uncharted waters that you can take. There's Mm. so many new things. COVID is still with us, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, But life must move on. So we're moving on with what we have. Mm. What can you do differently with what you have? And for me, that's what I think most of us should ask ourselves. So I'm a business person. Mm -hmm. I run a business. Is my business still relevant? Mm -hmm. If it is great, is my why still relevant? Mm -hmm. If it is, amazing. Mm -hmm. Now, how do I change my how? How do I recalibrate that Mm -hmm. to ensure that my staff are safe in terms of their psychosocial needs, whatever, their emotions, everything 
is is working well. And then also we've been very productive and then saving from our place. I, of I have a question for you. Yeah. So today I was saying to myself, <laughs> within this period that I, I one of the things I need to work on is focus. Okay, mm. so I have all, all these books on my bed and I want to read some. <laughs> and it's like I read two two pages here and I read one page. Bernard, you have to focus. So that's on the personal side. And mm. also in terms of um because I'm a journalist, a lot of things are coming to me. WhatsApp messages, people are tagging me in things that don't concern me, <laughs> people are insulting me for elections, all kinds of things. So I, I, I really realize that when I focus on the right things, I am happy and I do well. When I focus on the wrong things, I just feel helpless. But my question is, how do I focus on the right things without becoming insular? Okay, in a sense that because there are some things that I know will not help me. I say, I don't even focus there. So, for example, somebody says, I'm going to leave Facebook completely. Okay, so is that what I should do? And say, okay, let me just focus on my friends, my family, and my work, and forget about all these social media people who are always making noise. How do I balance picking the right things to focus on with not becoming some island where I'm not on Facebook, I'm not on Twitter, I'm not on Instagram, I want to listen to radio, I want to watch TV, I, I want to have my life back. That's not having your life back, though. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not. That's not having your life back. Mm. That's creating isolation for yourself, and yeah. we don't live in a bubble. Ah, okay. So, given that we don't mm. live in a bubble, I think for me it's a, a lot about management. So, mm-hmm. I like the fact you, you answered your question. Mm-hmm. The things that make you happy, focus on those. Give okay. more time to that. Okay. Give more energy to that. The rest of the things, you can take a look at them here and there. You don't have to respond to everything. Mm. Especially the negative ones Because you've put yourself out there Mm -hmm. They should put themselves out there as well And see what they get You know, so it's very vulnerable For some of us, the work we do You are already in a vulnerable state Mm -hmm. So irrespective of what you say Or do Some people will be happy with it Others will be very upset about it Mm. So you just focus so ju- that's really so it's, what it's it is. it's a balance, right? So it's a balance, but you cannot decide that. Check out. I won't ch- completely check out. So, for example, last year, mm-hmm. I think I went off LinkedIn and I went off um, Facebook. Last year. And for me, it was because I wasn't giving it the time that it needed. Okay. Right, so yeah. I felt that it was actually disturbing me because <laughs> I'm there. You're creating expectations that are met. Thank you. And I, I just felt that, okay, this is not right. Mm. And it was at the time when we were re-looking at our business model. Mm-hmm, we were mm-hmm. re- we're changing, we're re-engineering things. So then it was a nuisance. Okay. So I, I completely deleted it. Okay. And I left Instagram and Twitter and I spent very little time there. Mm. And that's what I needed to do at that time mm. for my mental health. So I did it. Okay. And then I came back to Facebook, even though I'm still not doing anything mm. there. So it's mm. one of those things. We need, you need to know yourself mm. and what you're going through when you're going through it and what you need to support mm. your next steps. Yeah, so yeah, what almost. is the next thing I must do? Well, mm. I mean, for me, six things that helped me, mm-hmm. and that's what I have shared um, during the heat of the uh, COVID. Mm-hmm. The first one is face the changes around you. A lot of things had changed around me and I needed to accept them as a new reality mm-hmm. and find ways of navigating myself through. The mm-hmm. second one was formulating a new strategy mm-hmm. because I cannot use the strategies prior to COVID. Mm-hmm. The third one was form new friendships and alliances. Mm-hmm. I mean, I 
I had a lot of very good friends. I mean, people I had not paid so much attention to on Facebook, for instance. I intentionally set days aside to talk to people I have never spoken to who are my, on my friends list. 5,000 people. I mean, Charlie Koku. I, don't, I, can't, I can't know everybody, but they are there. So intentionally... Pick one or two. One or two. Can you tell me about yourself? What do you do? How can, I, how can we leverage on this? That's what I did. And I'm still doing that. Mm-hmm. And I've also delisted some individuals. I mean, some people were just nuisance. You've decommissioned? Oh, yes. I've, I've the blocked them. To Close to 700 were actually taken off. My oh, wow. Yes, that's what I did. Now, wow. the fourth one, find help from the right sources. Because mm. I realized that I could not handle everything all by myself. People yeah, knew something okay. far better than I did, mm-hmm. and I would consult them and listen to them. Maximus, for instance, yeah. I, I attended some yeah. workshops that he was part it's of, and I listened to him. I mean, I was blessed yeah, yeah. because we are all going online. Yes. The fifth one is fight off despair and distractions. Mm-hmm. Because I see a lot of distractions around. I'm telling you. And how do you position yourself with focus? You cannot, because it's a flood that is coming, Mm -hmm. unless you determine that this one is a distraction. Mm. This one is producing despair in me. Mm. I'll fight it. Mm. So everything that I had within me, I'll just commandeer to get rid of that. Mm -hmm. And then the last one was to fuel my motivation and my mind. Mm -hmm. You know, the mind is a very powerful thing that we have. And I say mind over manners. A lot of us want to form certain manners, mm-hmm. but we are not actually feeding our minds well. Mm. And so mm. you see that it is not actually reflecting mm-hmm. in the manners you so desire or wish you had. So manners between myself and my spouse, manners between myself and my daughters, mm. manners with the people I connect with, all those things. You need the right set of mindset to be able to do those things. So, so for me... So it's about fueling, giving yeah, your mind the right the fuel. The right fuel. Because mm. it's about energy. Mm. You know, that fuel is so, so important. Mm. And I like what you talk about reading different books. I'm just like you. Charlie. Like I'm reading four books at a oh time. Uh, but I always keep a notepad somewhere. And make sure that yeah. every chapter I'm done with, whatever, yes, I write it somewhere. I like to write still, not too much on the digital stuff. Yes. I, I like to I'm write like physically. And, I actually and learn online. by writing. That's a science yes. to it. Yeah, I'm a oh, visual okay. learner. I'm a visual learner. So I need to actually... <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, there's a science. Yeah, that's a science. Yeah. Because when I'm reading something and I write it, so I have a small book I write mm. stuff in. Yeah. I remember it better. Yeah. It's, it's better. I mean, by my life. bedside, I have a notepad. And sometimes I get a lot of my point when I sleep, like this morning, the first dream I had, I remembered it previously. When so I, sometimes when you I write. dream, mm. I, you know, yeah, I have to write. But, it but I've noticed something to record that. So mm. I actually realized that some some things I'm also good at remembering what I hear. Mm-hmm. So this Audio. this year on my Audio. phone, sometimes I I I visually so I I record. Mm. The, the information mm. yeah. instead of just writing. Yeah, you can say it and can, yes, because it. I think that sometimes also helps when I hear something. Yeah, it, it, it resonates. Yeah, that's yeah. an interesting. So point. it's engaging the material. Mm. Yeah, so for you, you must engage the material that mm-hmm. you read. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. So for me, these are the things that have helped me, wow. and uh, those points. that I've shared with have mm. been blessed by it, and so I can share it. Wow, I love it. Uh, I wanted to read a, a couple of comments, but look, uh, this <laughs> this this program will be on um, online. For you to listen to again, we'll, we'll put it on the audio on demand on the uh, City Newsroom website. So you can listen to this about 45 minutes of conversation. 
Ben, if there's anything I learned about COVID, it's called investments in every area of your life. Kofi, are you in Santa Maria? Mm. Well, this week we'll talk about personal stuff. Next week we'll talk about your family, and there we'll talk about money. So those of you talking about investments, it's coming up strongly next week. This week we're discussing developing the mindset for 2021. Patrick Otikubud is my guest for that. And then Taka Wari comes on on Wednesday, how to recalibrate your mindset in the light of the new normal. Then on Thursday is a holiday. We have presidential inaugurations. We are not doing effective living. I'll probably just play back today's conversation, which I like a lot. Then on Friday, I have Joyce Sikachum. She's talking about how to refuel your vision and dreams. Mm. So that will be week one. Week two, we're talking about family resilience, finance, food, and fertility. So in week, Charlie, this is deadly. So, so week one, week one is mindset recovery and resilience. Week two is family resilience, finance, food, and fertility. And then week three is professional resilience. Week four is business resilience. So this January, we are launching our big time. Big time. Uh, Amos, thank you. Always it's an honor. Pleasure talking to you. Leticia, I serve a great, great... Before you go, so you, you are with uh, Leader Freak. Yes. Uh, you said the business model has changed. What has changed about the business model? We've moved most of our content online. online. Okay. So we have a lear- an e-learning platform. Okay. What's it called? Um, it's myleadershipfarm.com. MyLeadershipFarm.com. Yes, we're likely to launch it this month. Okay. But we have moved most of our Everything's online. And well, I'm with Creative Couples Conclave. And we this year, we're actually launching big time our singles in 3D. Singles in dating. Oh, no, no. Singles in dilemma. <laughs> and singles in decision making. It's 3D. So you did. And uh, <laughs> it's going to be outdoor this year. <laughs> it's like the idea has come to you. Singles in 3D. <laughs> and I hope that this year, City will line up with us for Creative Couples Conclave, oh, which is in April. You did for <laughs> is Easter in April or March? I don't even know. We'll see. Well, it's the last week in April into the first week of May. Oh, okay. It's, this year is going to be three nights. Uh, the couples want three nights. Uh, it was going to be Anna. <laughs>